Well, it's Eclipse Eve, November 7th. Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. we got to roll our sleeves up. We have a lot to cover today. Hope you had a good weekend. We do have a busy week up in the sky, and it starts with the eclipse. So setting the stage today, and this has already happened, 12.14 this morning, the moon moved into Taurus. So we needed that in place. We got it. (laughs) Magic how that happens. The other place setting at the table is Venus squaring Saturn. Well, that happened too. 2.30 this morning. Check that one off the list. So now from that square two position, we have Lord Karma overseeing this whole show. Now, it's always best to check online, check apps, whatever you have where you get your eclipse information. Timeanddate.com, spelled out, time and date, is a good website. My Honeycomb Almanac says 6.02 a.m., and that is set to New York, New York. I have a reason for that. If I go on timeanddate.com, it says 5.59 a.m. All of these times that I'm mentioning are Eastern. That's the time zone that I live in, and that just seems to be the benchmark that works best here. So somewhere around 6 a.m. Eastern time is the maximum eclipse. Last night on our Level Up session, which is on Facebook, it's live at 8 p.m. Eastern, and it's replayed on the Facebook Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners Group page on Facebook. And I guess I've had enough coffee for today if you get all of that out. It's also on the Fun Astrology YouTube channel. If you'd like to see the graphics on that, you could go to one of those two replays But I talked about structurally or physically or astronomically what's going on for an eclipse. The easiest way to think about it is every about six months, as the Earth is orbiting the sun and the moon is orbiting the Earth, they align in just the right declination so that whether it's a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse, either the Earth or the moon gets between the sun and the other. That makes sense, right? So like what we're having tomorrow, the Earth is between the sun and the moon. But it's at a declination. In other words, an elevation above or below our equator where the alignment casts the shadow. So just as we talk about planets being out of bounds, that means they're at a high declination. Think of it as a high latitude above or below the equator. The moon's natural orbit around the Earth is at a five-degree tilt to the Earth's own orbit. So that's why we don't have an eclipse every month. It takes about six months for that to come to the point of neutrality, basically zero, where the shadows cast. Now, it is one of those natural phenomenon, but when you think about it, it's just the moon moving up and down in its declination. That gives it alignment powers. The question is, does it give it superpowers? Well, maybe a little more gravitational effect. Yeah, I'd give it that. Can we translate that into energy? Well, for millennia, astronomers and astrologers have been marveling at the phenomenon of eclipses. Personally, me, you've heard me talk about this. I don't think that the date is that magical. But, see, now this gets into when we're talking about this macro-mundane astrology, Where in the world are you? If you're up in the mountains of North Carolina, then October 25th came and went just fine. If you're in Sao Paulo, Brazil, just five days later on October 30th, your whole world tilted on its axis. There's obviously a lot of news not coming out of Brazil right now. And one of the things I saw in a video was somebody who had just flown out of Brazil 
said the airport was shut down for days because they couldn't get crews into and out of the airport. And with this collective energy of this eclipse, don't minimize what's going on in other parts of the world. Here's a list that Robert Glasscock assembled the other day. In addition to Brazil, in the ongoing Ukraine conflict, Russia doubled down on its threat of at least tactical nuclear weapons. North and South Korea exchanging missile fire on each other's borders. The ongoing threat of China invading Taiwan. Ongoing unrest in Africa and an Ebola outbreak in Uganda. And if this report is correct, two districts have gone on lockdown. Here we are again. So we have to remember, just because it's not happening in your backyard or my backyard doesn't mean it's not happening in someone's backyard. This is the stuff of moon wobbles, which peaked on Saturday. Now, I had an incredibly deep personal experience, which happened related to this energy, the energy we talked about on Thursday, which is continuing right on through this eclipse. On center stage is Scorpio, about everything deep. What came up for me just literally fulfilled my chart, if you will. I could tell this energy on Thursday. It is just as intense and passionate and deep as anything scorpionic. Watch the feminine side. You've got a feminine sign and a feminine planet right there, Venus. The South Node is mandating that we address deep issues from the past. Saturn is overseeing the whole process. Now, between today and tomorrow, the moon aligns with the North Node and Uranus at that magical mark of 16 degrees one minute where the eclipse takes place. You know what's happening with me, and this is personal, but this is, seems to be what's happening, is that you, listeners, several of you, have been reaching out to me with things that the universe has laid on your own hearts related to my own life. And what that makes me think is that this is about connection with others. It's about us helping each other right now. And to that end, we have folks on the funastrology.com website who can help you. We have four readers there, three Astrology and one Akashic Records, and we're getting ready to broaden that out a couple more as the team continues to grow. Those are pass-through referrals, so pick the person who resonates to you if you'd like to get a reading and help understand this in your own chart, and then that will take you to their website and you'll see any special offers, etc. that may apply. You know, I just wonder if with Pluto eventually moving into Aquarius over the next couple of years, that if this doesn't become kind of a dynamic where it is more about us helping each other and maybe even exchanging services rather than exchanging money. I don't know, but I do know that that's the energy going on right now is definitely others helping others. So be sensitive to that because you might get a message to be passed on to somebody. Have a great day. We'll be back on Eclipse Day tomorrow and follow it through the week. Sending you all kinds of love. Thank you for listening.